Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I'm here to bring you the preview show for Germany's big matchup against Iceland, which will round out the World Cup qualifiers for this international break. And I think what we all can say so far, at least leading into this game, is that Germany has been very, very good in the first two matches. Of course, they beat Liechtenstein 2-0 and followed up with a 6-0 victory over Armenia. So, Eight goals, zero allowed. I think that most people would be very happy with those results. And I do recognize that some were not so ecstatic after the Liechtenstein match. I think people were expecting uh, a bit more of a blowout. But this is a process for Hansi Flick. This is a process for this German team. And I would go to bat and argue with anybody uh, that this German team uh, does not look different than it did playing under Yogi Love. There is an aura of confidence. There is an attacking, relentless style that has been implemented, and the players seem to be uh, being able to. They're able to carry it out so far. And and listen, it hasn't been perfect, right? Like they're they, listen. They scored six against Armenia. They probably could have had ten. Lechtenstein, they completely dominated the ball. They were never threatened, and many people really feel like they should have scored more in that one as well. But let's be honest. When you pack 11 players into the box, it's really hard to score. I don't care if you're playing against 11 trash cans. There's a chance that something is going to get touched, a pass, a shot. It's going to get knocked down at some point when there is that much traffic in the box. So I, for one, am extremely happy with the results. I love the way the team is playing. I like how the players are approaching it. I like how they're all continuing to make runs. They're continuing to push forward. They're aggressive toward the ball, and I like how they are constantly trying to score. This is exactly the type of way that Germany should have been playing for the last six and a half years. And, you know, right now it looks like Hansi Flick was the absolute right hire, and he's already seemed to build some kind of bond or connection with these players that has really just upped their respective games already. But more importantly, back to the match at hand here against Iceland. This is probably the toughest of the three matches during this uh, international break. And Iceland isn't quite the Iceland of old. Uh, They are not as strong. They're more of a team in transition. But because they defend well and because they will absolutely play a conservative style, you're going to face some of the same things that you did against Liechtenstein where you're going to face a packed-in defense, most likely, and you're probably going to really, really have to continue to work and grind away to try and find a way into the net. Now, I don't doubt that Germany will be able to do that. I don't think they're going to rack up six goals against Iceland like they did with Armenia, but this should be another successful match for the Germans. How, how, how will Germany line up? I mean, let's just start out by covering some of the injuries that we have here. Obviously, uh, the big one from this week is that we learned that Marco Royce will not be traveling with the squad. He picked up a knee knock and will not make the trip. Uh, on the flip side, we probably will see Kai Havertz, who was battling a bit of the flu, and Robin Guzins, who also picked up a knock against Liechtenstein, back in the lineup. Uh, one other player that probably or definitely won't be making the trip is right back Rydal Baku, who I didn't think he was all that great in the first game. I thought he was okay. Uh, I think he's a great player in terms of what his potential is. But right now, what I think I'm seeing is that Jonas Hoffman is the player that Hansi Flick and the coaching staff, they want to usurp that position and run with it. 
And it's not because of there's a doubt about what Baku can be. It's what he is right now. And Hoffman is just a much more polished player in just about every way. So I think that really that's where Hansi Flick and the German team wants to go. They want to have Hoffman as that number one option at right back and have him backed up by someone like Baku. What that means for a player like Lucas Klosterman is probably that he'll fall into the center back rotation, which is fine because I think Klosterman could be a very good center back. And in fact, I, I was a proponent of Bayern trying to sign him on the cheap and developing him into a center back prospect. But instead they got Dio Upamakano and well, many fans probably won't complain about that. So Let's take a look at exactly who uh, I think is going to start. And, you know, as always, when I try and guess these things, I'll probably be wrong. But let's uh, let's take a run at, at in goal. I'm going to go with Manuel Neuer. I think Bern Leno uh, playing the game against Liechtenstein was about the only match that any of the backup keepers was going to get coming into this. I mean, Neuer was banged up. So I think it's it's just about right that Neuer finishes out this break and puts in another strong performance. At center back, I'm going to go with Nicholas Sula and Antonio Rudiger. Uh, I think Sula has just been fantastic, uh, especially looking at how he's played for Germany. I know Flick and Sula were not always on the same page during their respective times at Bayern, but Sula looks like a little bit different player now. Again, I've said it before. He looks far more confident in his knee than he did at any point last season. He also just looks far more confident on the ball and on the pitch in general. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he continues to progress over the course of the season. Right now, if I had to pick Germany's number one center back, at least that's available right now, I would go with Niklas Sula. And to me, it's not even that close. Antonio Rudiger, is, uh, he's been very solid. Uh, there's no real problem with him. I just thought he made a couple of mistakes in the last game. But I think it's time for Flick to figure out if he's got something there with Sula and Rudiger. Of course, Mats Hummels is not available during this break. And Tilo Kerr has been kind of anointed as this kind of jack-of-all-trades to go across the back line. Last game he played left back uh, against Armenia. In the first game he played center back against Liechtenstein. And he's also more known as a right back. So I think that he is a, he's a player that Flick may be able to find a spot for. He just might not have a regular spot in the rotation. As for the outside backs... Uh, I think Flick will go with Hoffman again at right back because I think they want to see more of Hoffman. I think he has intrigued them. And this is also fascinating to me because it was just two weeks ago when we heard for the first time, really, that both Julian Nagelsmann and Hansi Flick liked Jonas Hoffman enough that uh, they wanted to bring him in uh, as a right back. And to me, honestly, like I'm liking what I'm seeing. So uh, thinking that Nagelsmann and Flick are on the same page and they both think that Hoffman can be a dynamic right-back option for both club and country, apparently. Uh, I think this is this is something that is probably the area we need to focus on the most as we watch the game because whatever Hoffman does, it's going to really help dictate what Germany does at that position moving forward. At left-back, I think we will see Guzzins. I know that he's... Shaking off a knock, but he appears to be ready to play. If he does not go, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tilo Kerrer once again at left back. Uh, there is also uh, David Rom, who's uh, he could be available to play, but it seems like Flick has been a little reluctant to use him, uh, at least in a starting role. So we'll see how that goes, but I would definitely anticipate Gozens gets the start there. In the central midfield, uh, you know, there are plenty of, of options there. Florian Neuhaus, Ilkay Gundogan, 
either of those two players could could start conceivably against Iceland. But I think that Flick is going to opt to keep building that partnership up on a national team basis with Leon Goretzka and Joshua Kimmich. I think that's just the way to go, and I wouldn't be shocked if Neuhaus and or Gundogan play a significant amount in this game, but I think that Goretzka and Kimmich is the way that Flick will lean, and he'll at least start them and get them half a game together, and depending how things are at that point, we could see early substitutions just so Hansi Flick can get those players some extra rest. The forward grouping could be very interesting. (laughs) Uh, So... Obviously, there is a strong contingent of players who are all battling for time there. And we've seen Timo Werner uh, put in a couple of solid performances, although some of you disagree with me on that, which, okay, that's fine. I mean, we can we can definitely differ there. But I think Werner's been pretty good. Uh, we've seen Kai Havertz be a, a real factor in the first game and then miss the second game because he had flu-like symptoms. We've seen Leroy Sané really look, Strong. I mean, really, really good. The best he's looked for Germany in a long time. Serge Gnabry looks like Germany Serge Gnabry and not Bayern Serge Gnabry. So that's a good thing. And we have Jamal Musiala, who was the odd man out last game, but again, who is extremely talented and could start on many, many teams. And, and if you if you want to look at it even closer, I mean, Florian Wirtz, in the brief time that he's pl- that he played against Armenia, he really made an impact. He played a key role in that giving goal, giving go goal for Kareem Adiemi. So, I think Verts, while he won't start, is probably in line to get more time. As for how this foursome lines up, oh, man, it is, this is a tough one because Flick is really balancing how to get the best out of these players and how to not lose any of them at this point by not giving them playing time. So. I think I've narrowed it down to five players that will will likely start. And what I'm seeing right now is that we have Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, Leroy Sané, Serge Gnabry, and Jamal Musiala as five options for four spots. Uh, who will the odd man out be? Part of me wants to say Werner because he played in the first two games. He scored in the first two games. And maybe it's just time to get him a little rest. But on the flip side of that, Hansi Flick is trying to repair some of the damage that has been done to Werner. Uh, and just how he has paid attention to what the media has been saying about him, to what the fans have been saying about him. It's been almost a year of constant noise surrounding him. And I think that more than any other player on the team, he needs uh, a period to build up this confidence. So I'll, I'll go ahead and say that he'll still be out there. Kai Havertz, uh, I think, will re- will remain uh, playing at the 10 role right behind Werner. Havertz obviously missed the last game, but he was very, very active against Liechtenstein in the first game, and I think that he'll get back right into that role and play another really active uh, part in this game plan and look to be on the ball a lot and look to create some havoc offensively. I think that we are going to see Serge Gnabry take a seat, and not because of his performance, but because I think he's the player at this stage that probably needs to show the least. It's to me, at least pretty clear that Hansi Flick knows what he has in Serge Gnabry and is likely to use him as one of the starting 11. I think Flick needs to see more of Leroy Sané, and I think he needs to see more of Jamal Musiala. And I think those are the two wings that he's going to use. Uh, and it's strictly just to see them more in the international uh, country setting, right? Like they want to see how he does with the German national team. And for Musiala, it's it's really just another opportunity. I know Flick has been very concerned about 
the younger players especially and wearing them down during this international break and has opted to, to even play some of them less because he's worried about the wear and tear. But I wouldn't be shocked to see Musiala in this one, teaming up with Sané just to see how that goes. And Serge Gnabry, of course, can still come on around the 60-minute mark and get 30 minutes of the game in uh, without really having to tax himself too much. So that's what I see uh, as far as the prediction goes. I would say that Germany should be a 3-0 favorite in this one. I don't think it's going to be an extremely comfortable game. I think it's going to be difficult to break through Iceland's back line. But I do think that Germany is going to be able to strike first, strike early, and create some pressure on Iceland to do something. And if Iceland gets into a position where they're feeling like they have to try and get the ball up the field, it's going to leave some big gaps that I think Germany is going to be able to exploit. So 3-0, I'll take Germany over Iceland. And that's about it for this one. I appreciate you guys joining in and listening. Uh, we love bringing these shows to you. And I think that, uh, you know, this has been a really fun international break. It's been really great to talk about Germany looking good. I'm really enthused about things. And, uh, you know, as always, you know, thanks for your support and let us know what you think, either in the comments or on social media. You know, be sure to stay tuned for Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich in Germany. You can follow me on Twitter at The Barrel Blog. You can follow the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. You can get Tom at Tommy Adams 71 And I need no name at BFW 